How are we going, mates? Welcome back to another episode of The Top Step. I've got Grant Balfour about to jump on with me. We've got a lot to get to. The perfect game last night, we want to talk about that. We want to talk about some of the perfect games in history, what it's done to certain players, how some guys have done it a little bit dusty, a little bit hungover. We're going to talk about all of that. I'm going to ask Grant if he's ever had to deal with that, if he's ever been a part of a perfect game. Um, and we're also going to talk about Louisa Rise, a couple other things that we're seeing around baseball. Uh, before we do that, we just want to give a big shout out to our official sponsor. It's Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com. Get yourself one of these puppies. They are the best. Go to manscaped.com for 20% off. Put the code in TTS at checkout. You get 20% off and free shipping worldwide for you Aussies too. Whether it's downstairs, upstairs, the neck, the beard, these are the best. Go support the show too by going to manscaped.com. Put the code in TTS, TTS for the top step, 20% off and free shipping. Also, if you haven't already, make sure you go subscribe. We're having a lot of fun. We've got a lot to get to as the next couple of weeks roll on. So enjoy the show. Let's get into it. It's Grant Balfour joins me right here on the top. No matter what happens, Ryan Roland Smith has something to tell his grandkids right here. On the breaking ball, he struck him out. Yeah, that will be a story for the rest of his life <laughs> as he strikes out Ken Griffey Jr. This is Grant Balfour being Grant Balfour. Yeah. He, he is, as you mentioned, Jim, he's amped up. He talks a lot. In fact, he has the demeanor of a guy that wants to fight you. You'll never say that I'm not killing them. Kill, kill, killing them. Killing them. Kill, kill, killing them. Balfour, how are we, champion? Good to see you again. Yeah, doing well, mate. Good to see you. Yeah, it's been a while, man. It's been a couple of weeks. What's going on? Yeah, Where were yeah. You? been um, yeah, been down here in Florida, mate. Just uh, enjoying this heat wave coming through I've here. Been, I've been getting blown up on on social media. Where are you guys? Just yeah. hammering us for all the fans, thousands of fans reaching out saying, "Why have you not recorded an episode?" And getting bloody threats in the mail about. Uh, you know, yeah, this if we don't record soon, so lucky we're back on, man. I'm telling you right now, I can't keep these fans waiting. No, nah, mate, they're uh, knocking the doors down, mate. But, um, yeah, had the family over here from Australia, so it's been a long time. Enjoyed some time with, um, with the family, mate. It was uh, good to have them here. So, when was, uh, the, when was the last time you were back in Australia? Uh, I think it was back in um, 18, 2018. Now, what. You haven't yep. been back. You you haven't been back since 2018. Yeah, I mean the COVID hit. I was back at the end of 18. The COVID hit. Off. COVID hit early 2020. Right, right on the nose. Yeah, even right. just before that. So that was two years where you got to sit in the hotel room, which I know you've done for two weeks before you can even enter the country. And half the time, I've only got two weeks to go over there anyway. So it was a waste of time. <clears throat> So yeah. in in all reality, I've only really had you know maybe the last year and a half or two years to go over, and you know when you got the kiddies and you got school and everything going on, trying to find a time just to go over there, the family is not that right. easy. Yeah, it gets it's. I feel like it gets harder and harder every year. You know, not in the, like not so because just with so much stuff going on, but yeah, I, I was actually just back for a weekend, which was nuts. Never been back. I haven't been back there in winter for. 20 something years you know but yeah, i plan on yeah. going back plan on spending chrissy back there this year taking the kids back have to mate have to it's been too yeah. long i mean for me last time i was back there was 2019 right before like 2020 right before bloody 
the, uh, the old COVID rolled in, you know? So you've been back a couple of times since then, haven't you? Since the last no, one. No, I'm, I'm talking about with my family. Sorry. And then I, oh, came, yeah, and yeah. I, went, I went back after that. Like you said, sat in that hotel. Oh, I mean, what a crazy time, mate, sitting in that hotel. Oh my yeah. God. I remember doing, I remember trying to do these. Um, I would have people on the show. I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just bang out a bunch of these episodes. So I had, you know, I'd have people, you know, come on the show, like, you know, guests on. And I'm in this hotel. You can't go anywhere. And the Wi-Fi was brutal. So here I am trying to do these episodes. And I had to literally, I had plenty of time on my hands. But I would record it. There'd be this huge delay, right, on Zoom. I'm doing it through Zoom or whatever I was doing it through. And yeah. I had to go through and try and just edit it. Because I'm talking to whoever on the on the thing. And they're like, you got the tent like a five second delay it was just a mess i'm sitting there going mate you're going to trap me in this bloody hotel for two weeks and you can't get some decent broadband you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah mate everyone was on it i suppose everyone was sitting sitting there on the wi-fi mate so that's true that's true tough, tough to yeah. get a good line exactly um all right mate so we've got plenty to get to a lot going on we're kind of at that midway point of the season we've got the all-star game coming up but we yeah. do have um before we get started yesterday now the mariners have been it's been it's been a struggle, mate. It's been a real letdown lately. I know we've got a lot of Mariner fans listening. You know, yeah. and I sit here, I try and look at it and take put a positive spin on it. But anyway, yesterday, um, yesterday was just oh, such a dud of a game. Lost four to one against the Nationals, who they should take care of. Afterwards, yeah. though, right after the game, I'm sitting there doing radio, and the team had like a family day out on the field. Yeah, right? yeah. so they've got. They got like, like, you know, um, like basically the Mariners put up like, you know, they got the Mariner mooses running around. They got a bunch of stuff for the kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. One thing they, one, one thing they did had, they had three of them. They had, and this is going to be the Aussie word of the day, right? For all you American listeners, if you're new to the show, we educate you on Australian words, things we say in Australia you've never heard of or slang. We try and explain it. What the hell? I looked out there. I actually said this on the radio too. Not even thinking, mate. Not even thinking. D didn't even miss a beat. I'm like, oh my god. So for the kiddos, they had the jumping castles. Oh yeah, the jumping castle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, jumping castles. Exp explain to me. Explain to the listeners, mate. What's a jumping yeah. castle? Yeah, the jumping castles basically just the big blow ups. What do they call them over here? The big um, uh, bouncy houses. Bouncy houses, yeah, that's right. The bouncy house, big blow-ups. And um, here yeah, back home, it's the jumping castle. <laughs> Obviously, you know, you get that you get that one that's shaped with the, the big size, looks like a castle or whatever. And, um, yeah, those were the go-to as a kid. Oh, yeah, big time. I'd, I'd have one out in the backyard for the kids, put the jumping yeah. castle up and, yeah, let them go at it, have at it sometimes, you What's know, the blow-ups. So where do you get that from, Amazon or something? You can go online and buy those things. You know what I mean? Oh, Kids get crazy time. for them, mate. Oh, could you? Yeah, bloody, dude, if I had one of those as a kid, I mean, I'd be in bloody heaven. I love those yeah. things. That yeah, you got all, they're all got all different ones, different sizes, you know, with the slide down the side and the bouncy oh, yeah. area and whatnot. And, yeah. well, you, got a, you, you got a fate out the back there. Yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little obstacle course for the kiddies. So basically, a fate. What, what, what do you call a fate? Like a not a, a carnival, fair. but like fair. like a, a, a fair. Yeah, go. We're throwing all the words out this morning, but no, the yeah. jumping castle. But there I am sitting there. I'm doing some post game radio, just bloody 
just a, like I said, after a rough game, right? And uh, yeah, and you can see the players out there. You know, I mean, they they got their big family there. The kids are having, you know, trying to have a good time, whatever. Yeah. Out on the field, you know, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah, and I'm looking at, and I'm, I was talking on the radio yesterday in the post game. I'm like, oh, you know, hey, look, you said that because by the way, the Mariners have a team dog. I don't know if you ever had a team dog. Um, like uh, a, it's like a, I don't know what, yeah, what you yeah, call they it. A, yeah, I remember they had a team dog. It's yeah, some teams yes. have done that, it goes around the clubhouse and whatnot. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> so you know, you got the dog out there, Tucker, like running around, and you know, the Mariner moves. So I'm sitting there going, God, these guys are just like had a gut full, they've had a rough one, and here they yeah. are. But I've dropped on the on, on the radio. I've dropped on the radio. I'm like, oh, you know, they got the, the jumping castle set up. And then my co-host right away is like, the what? I was like, oh, what? <laughs> us. But no, yeah, it looked like a lot of fun. But anyway, so that's the word of the day, the jumping castle. And you got one in your backyard. I can't believe it. Hey, look at you. Unreal. Uh, you just take it. Yeah, you take it down and blow it up when the kids want to go at yeah. it, you know? Yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not sitting out there, sitting up there right nah. now, is it? No, nah, no. Nah, not sitting there right now. You have to spray the hose on it too, wouldn't you? It'd be a little bit... Get a little toasty on that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, every once in a while, spray the kids while they're on it. Nice. <laughs> All right. So, uh, first thing I want to get into, you mentioned uh, we we have a. And I mentioned this last week. We and big thanks to the listeners who have been growing the show. So thank you. Um, we have a, and we're starting to grant you and I. We're starting to take this show a little bit more serious, right? I know we like to get on here and mess around and yeah, yeah have some good laughs. But at the same time, we're like, you know, we enjoy this and we've been asked quite a few times about uh, sponsorship and, and stuff like that. Mm. And, you know, you, you want to make sure you, you're, you know, doing it right and everything else. But we have, and I'm looking at you, mate, you could definitely use one of these codes. <clears throat> that's for sure. Yeah. We're going to give the listeners a nice little code here. So I, I said this last week, the old Manscaped has jumped on board. Mate, you got your, yeah. your 4.0 there? Yeah, mate. Getting ready to get stuck into it here in a second it's got the light yeah, on it, it. You, can just, you can just clean it right up got the little guide so, there so you can just this falls right into the little thing and tip it out oh yeah mate it's beautiful yes. that little yes. led light on there so you know what's going on yes yeah, so you know what i love about it it's a usb charger on it too you don't have to shove batteries in it every other week oh, yeah. oh, just go just, ahead and, you know new technology mate it's good stuff so, yeah, we we got a nice little um yeah we got the we got the four point we got the little the the bugle trimmer right here the, the nostril yeah. trimmer yeah, yeah we got the Reg Grundies with um a pair of what you call them what boxes you got a shirt it was it was nice but anyway Manscaped yeah. I do want to got the, got the crop reviver mate for a little spray down under oh yeah oh, have you tried pardon that yet? My, pardon my pun for the down under there no, I but, like it. Uh, let the boys, like they say on their website, let the boys, you know, get a little spray, a little reviver, <laughs> got some deodorant cream. They've got uh, all kinds of stuff. I got a little bit of uh, body wash on the way too, so I'm curious to see how that nice. works out. Yeah, so <clears throat> really exciting. So Manscaped, Manscaped uh, we're excited to have them jump on board, the official sponsor of the show. If you go to manscaped.com at checkout, put the code in TTS, you get 20% off free shipping and they've got a bunch of good stuff mate i definitely i mean look i'm I'm guilty mate i, I need this puppy big time and i do need this too yeah. right for for especially I, i'm i'm guilty of having that neck hair and the whole bit so 
Guys, if you want to, by the way, too, take advantage of the 20% code. And if you do want to support the show, you help us out, by the way, by using the code TTS at checkout, 20% off. Go to manscaped.com. Welcome aboard, guys. Very excited about Manscaped. We're going to have some fun with the old Manscaped as we go on here uh, throughout the shows. All right, so let's get into it, mate. The first thing I want to talk about happened last night. And I'm, I'm a little bit, also great effort by by what, what, what you called him? What, what, how do you say the guy's name? The guy who pitched last night. Domingo German. Domingo German. Domingo huh? German. Yeah, Domingo German. That's his name. Yeah, with the old with the old New York Yankees. Plays for Babe Ruth's team. Domingo German. Yeah. Right? yeah. Had an absolute blinder last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. No, Domingo Domingo Herman. Let's say it right. Right. Herman. Right. Domingo Herman. Yeah. First, yeah, first perfect game. Big congrats to him. Now, was he using the glue, mate, on the fingers? That's that's the question. Well, apparently not. No one had any. Uh, there was no inquiries. There's no queries as as to whether he uh, was using the sticky stuff. And we say that because he was just uh, suspended recently for that. Just but he's done. come back with a vengeance, and he's gone out there and thrown a perfect game in the Oakland Coliseum. The last one that I remember being thrown there was Dallas Braden, I'd have to say. 100%. Uh, yeah. This was the 20th on the show. Yeah, he was a guest on this show. So Dallas, obviously, out there with Oakland was um, either broadcasting or, uh, you know, part of watching that. So that would have been good memories for him. But um, yeah, mate, just funny, funny game, you know, goes five and five with a four, five, four, all of a sudden, perfect game. There you go. Put a stamp on it. It's in the yeah. books. So uh, what a, what an effort, though, um, to, to, to go out there and do that. The fourth one in uh, New York history. And the one thing I looked up this morning, I'm like, all right, I, I kind of know, you know the names of the other guys that did it. But I just want a little bit more history. And you had Don Larson back in 1956. So that's been a while. You go back to the 90s when the Yankees were just dominant, winning World Series left and right. Yeah, David Walls, who threw one in 98. Uh, I think after that, he came out and said he'd had a few cans of twoies, knocked a few back, and he was a little <laughs> dusty. But uh, good on you, Dave. <laughs> uh, then you had David Cohn. The next year, Nicky's very spoiled. Two years in a row, 99, got another perfect game. And now you've got Domingo Herman in 2023. So you look down the line and you say, all right, each of these blokes... Their name starts with a D. So I guess you go out there as a um, maybe the the GM next year looking in the free agency, oh, someone that's name starts with a D, mate, looking for that next perfect game. Yeah. 100%. Make a big trade, mate. Get the D. That's Get the it. D name. That is crazy, though. When you think about that, all the names start with D. And, yeah. and by the way, you, I credit you for coming up with that. You found that, right? You figured that out, didn't you? You did all the research? Yeah, mate. I mean, I just did all that research and there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Dug deep so, in archives, you know? Yeah, big Dommy German last night. By the way, the the last one, I'm getting a lot of on, on my social media when I woke up this morning. Oh, you know, <clears throat> last one was Felix Fernandez, by the way, at T-Mobile against your Rays. Yeah. You on that team? Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think I was. Actually, I'm going to look that up because I believe I was out there for that. Because we were, um, I don't get too we were, excited. We were a part of a few of those, I think. 
Dude, the, the Rays are always a part of them. That's right. Yeah, mate. We uh, unfortunately were a part of too many of them back um, um, back then. But uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's unreal. And and by the way, before that was remember Phil Humber. Oh yeah, Phil Humber with the White Sox, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah. that was that was in Seattle, right? Now Phil yeah, Humber. It's been a I while. I played winter ball with him. I want to say, what was that? 2015. He said, now this is going to sound crazy. He claimed, well, I don't want to say claims because he's a good dude. It really messed him up. So he was having a rough year, right? He's having a yeah. rough trot. Like he, but yeah. he was starting to kind of figure out his season. All right. This is, I think 2012. Yeah. And then he goes out and throws a perfect game. Right. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it's like, he was tied to that. So the next start after that, I want to look up what he did after that. I mean, but he set he the was, bar pretty high, huh? Yeah. So all of a sudden, all eyes were on him. And he said, after that game, he goes, it just kind of messed me up. Because, uh, well, he, here I am. I've thrown a perfect game. Everyone wants to talk about it for days on end, days on end. Because, look, yeah, a no-hitter, yeah. don't get me wrong, a no-hitter is unreal. But a perfect game is ridiculous. You're talking so yep. much has to happen in your favor. No base runners, no, not walking anyone. You can't pitch around anyone. You get deep in account. You, you know, it's just insanely hard to do, as yep. we know, because there's not hasn't been that many in history, right? Yeah. And so there's only been what? There's been 22, right, in history. So 24. That was oh, the 24th. That was the 24th. Oh, the 24th. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, because. Between Felix Hernandez and that and and Philip Humbo that you talked about, Matt Cain actually threw one with the Giants. That's right. That's right. In, in 2012 against the Astros, but yeah. Right. But you're talking. I mean, that just he gets the amount of like attention, and then what happened was he he struggled a couple times after that. I've got to take a look at his game log actually, because what happened was he 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 struggled after that a couple times. And then he was just like, everyone's like, dude, how did you throw a perfect game? So he was kind of like, he claims that like, I sh we should have him on actually because he's a good dude. Yeah. Um, he cl he claims that like, um, I'm going to look up his numbers right here. He claims that he was like the guy who, you know how usually it's a stud, right? Usually it's someone who's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Felix Hernandez, um, so to speak. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. And here he is, as I'm looking right now. I mean, he was out of the big leagues. His last year in the big leagues was, was uh, 2013. Yeah. I mean, even Matt Cain back then, he was a dominant starter. There was yeah. actually three th three of them were th thrown in 2012, and they were the last three be since this one. That's weird, isn't it? So it's, yeah. It was one of those things where we haven't seen one for 11 years, but there was three in 2012. I do remember that year, actually, thinking to myself, is something going on here? Like Something's weird, you know? Yeah. Like, can't see this happen that often. Um, Roy Halliday in 2000, the late Roy Halliday, what a great pitcher yeah. and great oh, guy. Yeah. He he was um, obviously a Hall of Famer now, which is awesome. So, so check this out, right? So Phil Humber, right? It's a second start of the year. So he starts against Baltimore. He goes five and a third, gives up a run. Three walks, seven punches, punch outs. Yeah. And then the second game of the year, dude, <clears throat> Mariners. Nine innings, no nothing, perfect game. Nine punch outs. The next game after that, yeah. five innings, nine earned runs. I remember that's what he said. And he goes, yeah. he goes after that. He goes, then he went six innings, three runs. Then he went two and a third, eight earned runs. 
He ends yeah. up the year with a six four four, and he's basically the next year after that, he throws fifty something innings. Whereas yeah. he's got a seven nine. He goes, he's out of the big leagues. Yeah, it's a crazy game. I mean, like you said, it, it's it's just uh, I guess it's the the game that you're in. You know, you can have success, and um, and you can have the downs. But mate, it's it, it's a tough game. It's a tough. I mean, that's that's tough to replicate for anyone. So to oh, put yeah. that on yourself, I think would be way too much pressure to put that on yourself to try to replicate doing that again when yeah. it's only happened so many times in history. But yeah, and, and, and don't get me wrong, I don't. I wasn't. I don't think he was expected to throw a PG every time. But yeah. it's like he goes out the next outing and sucks, and everyone's yeah. like, all of a sudden, I think that's what really messed him up. You know, all of a sudden yeah. he's like, oh man, you know what what's happening. You know, yeah. because that's always going to, everyone's going to tie you to that, that game, you know? Yeah. Um, now, what about David Wells, mate? Now, he's talked about this a lot, and it's pretty funny. I've read his book and everything. He talked about how he was so hungover, and you, you're sitting there going, are you just like kind of, is this just an exaggeration? But the detail he gives, yeah, right, it's just like he had an absolute, he, he put it on the night before, apparently. Now, he's been known to, you know, put a couple of sleep, a couple of beers, but he yeah. he claims he was hungover that day, had a just a crazy headache. <laughs> there he is out pitching. I will so, say this. One I way to get off the field quick then, I suppose. <laughs> three up, three down every inning. Got yeah. headache. <laughs> go, go get a glass of water. Yeah. I will say this, mate. I um as a starting pitcher, no chance, like no chance I'm touching touching a beer like you know, days before my start, right? Yeah. But however, in the bullpen, there'd be a couple times, you know, I might want to go grab a couple, you know, yeah. a couple brown Gatorades, you know, with, with the fellas after a game, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ask you, mate, was there ever a time where you are like, oh, you know, go have a few beers with me, mates, whatever, during the season, and then the next day you're thinking to yourself, oh, yeah, I'll be down today. I'm not going to pitch. I'll be down today. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're feeling a little dusty next day, maybe a day game, and you've had to go out there feeling a little under the weather, so to speak. Too I mean, hydrated. Too I mean, brown you, Gatorades. there's a few times you're going to go have a few drinks and whatnot. Um, just sit in the hotel bar, or whatever, have a couple of drinks because you, you know, you just kind of something you do with the boys there. And right. uh, you might might wake up a little dustier than what you would have liked to have. <laughs> but uh, usually, usually that kind of wears off. And, um, you know, nice big brekkie and, uh, couple of glasses of water to hydrate mate usually good to go but what are you, um, for, what, you, know, what are you for brekkie what, what what's what's on the list i used brekkie? to get i used to get the room service mate that was my wake up i yeah. used to i used to have them bring it at like nine o'clock in the morning i'd order it the night before hang the tag on the door because i think breakfast is most important meal of the day but and yeah. just getting up and, and having good feed and, and just getting the energy for the day and Did- I, I didn't want to be one of those guys sleeping until 12 o'clock noon and get there's up. a lot of those and I, I just didn't want it i didn't want it so um that was my thing that was my wake-up call here the knock on the door roll out of the rack it was brecky yeah. and uh that got me started and got me going for the day so i think that was a that was a big thing big part of your, just your routine starting the day yeah. off right too for sure now, you did I, talk about you did talk about just real quick dallas braden throwing it against the against the rays yeah, uh, I was a part of that 2010. I was always, I was also a part of the Mark Burley one 2009. Oh no way! 
And I remember Dwayne Wise making an unbelievable catch over the fence in center field. Do you remember that? That's right. Yes, I do. The Chicago right. White Sox. He basically robbed a home run, flicked Crazy. the ball from over the fence. Lefty he was. So he's, he's flicked the ball from over the fence. The ball's gone up in the air and he's re recorded it, basically. It was Crazy. when you saw that, you were just like, wow, this is like, it's kind of meant to be, you know? It was yeah. like later in the game. So it's just unbelievable. So you so you've witnessed. So okay, here's a question for you. I get asked this all the time. People think, and I swear to God, and yeah, you know, when I was younger, I thought, oh yeah, that if someone people have actually brought this up, they've said that if you're the opposing team, posing hitters, and a guy's mm-hmm. going for a perfect game, that you just kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, he's going for a perfect game. Just kind of roll over. Just yeah. to hit the ball, hit the ball on the play because it's pretty special. And hey, you know, like, yeah, I was like, mm. yeah, I was let like, you're kidding. I've had, I've had, I've had grown men say that to me. Yeah, and I'm like, no, mate. I said when you're getting, when you, when you're just getting shoved up your ass, yeah. you are just even more. You want to be that dude that last out where they go eight and two thirds, whack, break that thing up. Yep, you and it's not- happened. It's happened to you. Yeah. Not too long ago, I'd have to look it up, but I do remember it happening not that long ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it breaks the guy's heart on the mound. You oh, know man. it does. Oh, big time. Things turn. And you might only get one hit and lose the game, but it breaks his heart. So, so if you're you... trying to do the opposition, and that's, you know, trying to go out there and win a ball game, at very least, you can break up that perfect game or no hitter or whatever it may be you know what i mean my i mean I, look I, I want to ask you this in a second i've been on the wooden spoon of watching you know a team clinch the playoffs berth or whatever in the al west mm-hmm. and you just like you, you think people honestly think you sit there and go oh, wow what a moment look at this look at everyone celebrate no no no. You, it's you you don't stand out in the dugout and watch right yeah. you may stand there and like be pissed off for a second you get you you know no chance in by no means are you like oh wow you know that's that's crazy no 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 you so i want to ask you so when you're in the bullpen watching yeah. this perfect game unravel right you're up against dallas parade and you were with the rays um mm-hmm. and you said you were the white Sox. what are you guys thinking are you guys like holy shit this dude's about this dude's dead set throwing a perfect game or are you just like fucking let's yeah. go boys yeah i mean it gets later into the game later into the game and you start to think Wow, you're looking up at the screen. You start scoreboard watching, you know what I mean? Because you, you you may still be going into the game. you got to be mentally ready to go pitch. But you do start yeah. scoreboard watching after about six or seven innings. You're like, wow, man, he's got no hit, no hits going here, no hitter. You're like, yeah. It's, and then you think to yourself, damn, that's actually a perfect game. And then, you know, seventh inning rolls through. He gets three up, three down the eighth and then there's like a, there's always seems to be like that special play that someone makes a diving catch and you're like yeah oh man i just you just start to get this feeling is he gonna he he's probably gonna do it it's gonna be this guy might do it you know and um you're hoping to break it up and whatnot and then there is that weak ground ball to, to short or to third to end the game <laughs> and it's like game over you know there it is but, um, I mean, to the blokes that have done it, it's a great feat. Obviously, you can see it rarely happens. Um, and, uh, yeah, just honourable. Something that oh, you'll yeah. uh, be able to hold, hold for the rest of their careers, mate, as uh, oh, yeah. Annie Sammy had done it. I was going to say, I was going to say, move, moving, moving on past the pitches and moving on to a different topic with um, Luis Arias. 
I was just about to, mate, I was just about to say, I said, if you need someone to break up a nail yeah. either or a perfect game, this is yeah. the fella apparently. I mean, now you talk about perfect games and no hitters. This bloke is on the verge after 81 games. This guy's hitting 396. He's one percentage point lower than what um, Ted Williams was hitting, 397, back in 1941 when Ted Williams did actually, on a, after a full season, hit over 400. Um it's an amazing thing that he's got going on at the moment. He's got multiple five for five hit games. If you, I get to watch some of the Marlins games here, as do the Rays games, being yeah. local. And um, obviously, he was traded from Minnesota to Florida. And mate, this guy just absolutely just hits. Like, if the game's on the line, and there's someone in baseball right now that you want at the plate, it's this guy. Oh my god! I mean, if he goes yeah. down. I'll say, okay, uh, uh, but this is the guy you want at the plate right now. He's unbelievable. He's hand-eye coordination, how quick he is to the ball. Just it, it, It's like he slows everything down. He's got it all and just does it so easy. He makes it look so easy, which it's not. He asks a lot of players. but um, So kind of, kind of rooting for this guy to do it, honestly. Love to see him hit 400 in a way. Yeah, I, and, and, I, I think it'd yeah. be great for baseball. Yeah, it'd be good for baseball too. And obviously in 2023, right? So like part of the yeah. issue with baseball is is no one cares about people guys striking out, right? And strikeouts, you know, like again, from a pitching standpoint, they're fun and everything else. But if a bunch of dudes yeah. are just punching out and hitting 230, 240, because again, they're trying to incentivize for the batting average to go up, right? And you're starting to see it. You're seeing like on average, I had the numbers in front of me just two seconds ago, but on average, MLB's batting average has gone up a little bit, right? Because yeah. of no shift and, and everything else, but yep. the the way guys train now is it's just it's all it is is launching the ball in the air, hitting yeah. as hard as you can. If you don't, yep. if you miss it, you if you, if you don't hit as hard as you can, you want to miss it. So, like in other words, it's not something. Oh, I hit you, but you still make contact, or whatever. No, no, no. The whole idea yeah. here now. First of all, as far as like, and I, I'm saying all this too because you know I'm just spent. <laughs> a good chunk of time down the down the street here at driveline and, and these guys yeah. they train back to ball they train all that stuff but when you think about it if you are going to put the ball in play you don't want you want to miss it as opposed to hitting that thing weak right? yeah because it's That's, a fly ball now it's a fly ball out right you'd rather miss it and have a chance to two more swings to, exactly. to connect exactly all, and that's like you of, said that's... it's all about exit velocity and and launch angle and just exactly. trying to hit that exactly. thing out Exactly. And that's the philosophy. So everyone's like, oh, everyone strikes out now. Well, it's like, okay, kind of change. If you change your thinking a little bit, I'm not, I'm not saying this is a good way, but if you change your thinking for exactly what you just said, I don't want to, I'm not, every time I swing the bat, I'm not trying to make contact and have it 50, 60% of what I'm capable of hitting a ball. I want to hit the shit out of it. And yeah. if I don't hit the shit out of it, I want the ball to go to the catcher because I get another chance to hit the shit out of it. If I don't hit yeah. the shit out of it three times, I'll swing and miss. You see but, some games here too where starters are, you know, look at Glasnow the other day, five innings, 12 punch outs. Like it's almost every out to strikeout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Well, look, I mean, it's the Mariners, that. mate, like the the three, the three, what do they call the three big outcomes? Walk, strikeout, or home run, you know? Um, yeah. And then the other incentive is if, you, if you're not going to swing and, swing and hit the ball as hard as you can, then you go, you walk. Like it's just, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's just so different now. 
And you're talking yeah. about Ted Williams and some of these guys, and, and that was the game, man. That, the, obviously, the game was putting the ball in play, putting the ball in play as much as you can. Tony, so the fact Tony he's Gwen, obviously probably one of yeah. the best at it. You know, that guy yeah. put the ball in play better than anyone, right? So yeah, oh my god. So the fact that he's doing it in this era is just insane because there's always the talk about with him was that um like cuz like last couple of years, right? Now last couple of years he um was hitting for high average everything else and his contact hitter blah 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 and there's even this this mark on him basically saying that yeah, there's no value in that, etc. Yeah. Bullshit, mate. Look at this. And, I mean, and- he was playing first base for the Twins, right? Playing first base. So, like, as a first baseman, typically you see a guy hitting, driving in RBIs, home runs, right? Yeah. Not not hitting 400 for average, so to speak, with, you know. And the big one here, too, which is tied to this, you know, if he's, he's hitting 396, so let's say he hits 350, 360, the on-base percentage is up well over 400. It's 447. Yeah. So my point is this, man. If you had more of an incentive, if you had more of a a situation where guys like you know what, I'll, if kids say I want to hit like Luisa Rise, yeah, I think it's it is better for the game. The game's more entertaining when the ball's put in play. It just is, yeah. right? I, and don't get me wrong, I love strikeouts. I love dudes blowing doors off guys, but over and over and over, and just shitty strikeouts like ones where it's just like guys missing by three feet. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, I mean, you, got, you know, you know, if you rack up the strikeouts too, I mean, they're all good, but there is, there is going to be that pitch count that drives up as well, right? Yeah. So it's going oh, yeah. on the flip side. That starting pitcher, five innings, ton of strikeouts. He's out of the game after five. You know, yeah, like yeah. he's he's thrown ninety pitches, and now you're in the bullpen. So did you right. kind of get, you kind of did what you wanted to do, get that guy out of the game in some respect, right? Yeah. For sure. So now, yeah, now sure. you're going after the bullpen, I suppose. But um, so many ways to look at it, different ways. Oh, yeah. um, I want to. I, I did want to mention. Unreal. I did want to mention. Uh, we got the All Star Game coming up. Uh, Luis Arias, obviously, he's he's one of the guys that'll be there, among many other guys. Uh, Shohei Otani, obviously, the top vote getter. Guy's amazing. Um, what he continues to do night in, night out, striking out, hitting home runs, leading home runs. It, it's just crazy, right? It's uh, oh, yeah. actually pretty cool that we're able to sit here and watch him, um, you know, that he's the guy. He's almost the Babe Ruth of years ago, right, that people sat in the stands and watched, crazy. and now we get to sit here and watch Shohei. You've got uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., also the other top vote getter in the National League. So he's going to be starting in his position. And then we've got voting ending today at noon. So get your last votes in um, for who you want to see starting for the American League and National League uh, game in Seattle, where Ryan will be. Anyone want us to go out there and see Ryan? He'll be out there at the All-Star game in Seattle. I'll be standing Uh, out there in the middle of the field, guys. I've got fond memories of uh, the All-Star game last time in Seattle in 2001, I believe. And I was out there for the Futures game. And I remember uh, I was in the hotel. I was walking out, leaving after playing in the Futures game. And in walks Randy Johnson and Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds and Ken Griffey Jr. And I felt like they were all seven or eight foot tall, mate. They just looked like giants. (laughs) 
granted, Randy Johnson is almost seven foot tall, but everyone just you, just the magnitude and the of these blokes and their presence. Uh, you know, and I was a double A kid. Honestly, to be honest with you, I got called up uh, a, a couple of weeks after that. To be honest, I, I was in the big leagues and um, and and facing some of these guys. But man, just just to see them and the way they hold themselves, these all stars, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's wild, man. The fact that you're a double A kid. How old were you? How old were you when you made your debut? Uh, I got to the big leagues at 23. So I was 23. Wow. I was 23 man. years old. You see, you're looking at that guy, man. Like, because, uh, man, there is such a, you get out of A ball, you get into double A, you've had half year in double A, right? At that point? Yeah, barely even. Yeah, basically, yeah. And I mean, then, I was hurt the first part of the year, so I missed the first month of the season, actually, the first three weeks, and then went in there and pitched. And yeah, so mostly that first half. Yeah, so, you, so the, then two weeks later, you're in the big leagues after you watch these Roger Clemens and freaking yeah. <laughs> Randy Johnson walk out of the hotel. God, man, well, too, bad you, too bad you never made an all-star team. That would have been pretty cool too, you know? Yeah, I know. Oh, well. <laughs> The um the other funny thing about that was not only was it in Seattle. Hey, by the way, hey real quick for all our, all our listeners who are not familiar with Grant, yes, Grant made an All Star team twenty thirteen for the yeah. Oakland days in yeah. what City Field, right? New York, City Field, yeah. City Field yes. New York, yeah. yeah stop bragging, the, mate. Stop, the other enough bragging, would you? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, the other side, the other side of that was not only was I at. At that futures game and and that recollection with um, Safeco Field at the time, back then when it was Safeco, you know, yeah. um, but uh, and seeing all those blokes coming for the All Star game. But when I did get called up, I was back out there in um, in Seattle, two weeks playing playing that team with 116 wins, mate, or whatever it was. No way. So yeah, you went so from right back there. So you went from being like, oh, look at the little futures. Look at these little guys. Oh, how, how awesome. Yeah. Wow, these guys are going to be great one day, maybe. You yeah. Know, it, that was yeah. the time. You're like, oh, I'm with all the kids. I'm with all these yeah. young, yeah, these young kids. Two, two weeks, literally, what, two weeks later. Two weeks <laughs> later, I was back in the same hotel in the big leagues. It was kind of, it was just, it was, it was weird, mate. It was just so weird. weird. Honestly, it was a, I remember, I remember it to this day. I'll never forget it. But, um, but yeah, mate, it's a, right. it's a great time yeah. of the year for, for fans and everyone, mate. It's a great time of the year. And it's also a great time for the show for us to do the all-in moment. Right? It's only 20 calories, the all-in energy yeah. drink, the official energy drink of the show. I want to ask you, mate, go to drinkallin.com, get yourself an online order. Drinkallin.com slash the top step. You can follow them at drinkallin. It's good stuff. The yep. all-in energy drink. i got to ask you, mate. Talk us through the futures game because it's a big deal. It kind of gets, it obviously gets overshadowed the home run derby, etc. It's changed a little bit oh. now. It used to be the internationals versus the American guys. It's changed now. I think it's basically national, national American, right? Talk us through it, mate. Right. You, you go out there. You, you t t t tell us yeah, some of the so uh, highlights. It, obviously, obviously, kind of obviously, you ran into big the rocket and Griffey and and the like, right? You're like, yeah. look at these blokes. They look like bloody. Just absolute superstars. Two weeks later, you're bloody drilling him in the head. But yeah. talk, talk to me. Futures game. Talk us through it. I mean, I guess looking back, you almost look at it. it you know, as the world team versus USA. So it's almost like a 
like a mini, mini all-star game for the minor leagues. You know what I mean? You've yeah. got typically your higher end minor league players. You might get one or two from high A, majority of kind of high A, double A, triple A players. Um, usually, typically they're you know, guys that have worked their way up to be a prospect in the organization or a very high prospect most of the time going to these games, you know? Um, and they put the two teams together and it's, you basically feel like, man, this is like the closest thing I'm ever going to have to an all-star game. Cause you're not really thinking I'm going to be an all-star one day in the big leagues at that time. I, I I didn't have that thought. I mean, it's something that you you'd love to do, but you never really yeah. thought about it back then. This is kind of the closest thing that you may ever get to it. So it's, it's, it's a fun day. I remember being there and just soaking it up, playing in a big league stadium too. You're not playing in a minor league field. This is one of your first chances you get to go and play in a big league stadium. And, and Seattle back then was still fairly new. It was a beautiful yeah. stadium. I mean, it was, it still is. It, was, it opened in 1999. So it was yeah. brand new. Yeah. Yeah. So brand spanking new, mate. And it was, um, yeah, just to be there and in awe, had my family there. Um, and then, and being around just a ton of celebrities, not only because they have that celebrity softball game. So you got all these celebrities um, that are there you know, from all these movie stars and whatnot, it's a little bit, you're a little bit in awe, honestly, yeah, of kind of what's okay. going on. Yeah. And and it all goes so quick and so fast. But, um, but yeah, mate, great, great experience. And uh, for all the guys that get the opportunity to play in that every year, uh, I'm sure they'd say the same things. And uh, hopefully they get a, a chance to also play in the, in the, in the big league all-star game one day don't, too. Don't you find it funny though? Here we are. And I'm asking you for your all-in moment for the Futures game. Yeah. You actually did play in an all-star game. <laughs> yeah, wow. We'll get to that. We'll, I was, I mean, I was we'll, all in back then, and um, I was all in in 13. Oh, yeah. things, we'll, we'll get things to evolve, that. Mate. Things evolve. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But um, no, you're right, mate, because you think about it. You're just playing in these minor league stadiums. And I know you look at my, some – I mean, there's still some shitty minor league stadiums now. There's some really nice ones, though. Oh, yeah. But not even close to – you know, playing in the big leagues, a place like T-Mobile, especially back then, brand new. I mean, it's beautiful now, don't get me wrong, but back then it's brand new, retractable roof, the whole bit. You're like, holy shit. They pack it out too. The fans come out and they're real supportive because you got the home run derby. It's a whole, yeah. it's just the whole thing. It's it's like a yeah. going to the ballpark. It's like a like a destination, you know. People are like, yeah, yeah, we're good to go. And they're, and they're there. And uh, well, being able to play in front of many people's fun. Next time we get on, I'm actually calling the high school All-American game on MLB Network, um, which would be interesting. A bunch of high nice. school players, which would be fun. Yeah. I, you know, it's it's obviously a big... Did you watch the Combine? Things. Did you watch the Combine on ESPN just recently? I, yeah, I did. I did. There's a couple of things that oh, bothered me bit. about that that we'll get into when we've got more time. But next week, we'll talk about... I want to talk about... You know, we'll talk about some of the uh, the picks, some of the guys who maybe should have been in, some guys who shouldn't uh, shouldn't be yeah. in a couple of disappointments. We'll kind of do a little bit of a, a report card for the halfway point of the season for some of these teams, some of the good, some of the bads, the surprises, et cetera. Now, I do want to hear – I don't want to hear about your bloody futures, mate. Uh, okay, stop stop bragging. Get over it. Get over yourself. Oh, okay? yeah, yeah. <laughs> bloody tickets on yourself, mate, as you say in Australia. Yeah, still uh, hold on to it, mate. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, listen, we can talk about your all-star experience too because – uh yeah, I, I could I could have made the team. I just didn't. I, I could have gone. I just didn't want to. I pulled out of it. They yeah, said, "Oh, do you want to be an all star?" Right? Yeah, yeah, they said, "You want to be an all star, mate?" I said, they, "They they said, oh, you know, you've got the most strikeouts in the sixth inning with runners on second in the American yeah. League." I was like, "Really?" 
Yeah, you talk, you had a busy weekend up at Tahoe planned. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. I I need a break, guys. So I'm just gonna pull out of this. No thanks. Uh it's kinda like making the state of origin, pulling out because you go to sore knee. But um <laughs> all right, mate. Well, hey, we we need, we need that's right. We need to get going. Um yep. but do good to reconnect, man. We'll have some fun next week. Um we'll talk about this all star game. I want to do a little halfway point. I know a lot of Mariner fans. I need to dive into the Mariners with you too, with some of the stuff that's going on around here. We'll get to all that. We'll, got, we'll do a Mariners episode at the beginning of next week as well. Go to manscaped.com. Help us out. Use the code yep. TTS. Even if you just get some, it, what's the it's what's weird. the ball reviver, whatever it is? Uh, mate, get the crop reviver. Get a little ball deodorant. The they got some body wash. <laughs> mate, they got the undies. The undies are the they're great, mate. Legit. They are good. Undies they are legit. They are good. But you support um, the show. Manscaped.com. TTS is the code. All right, guys. We're going to get out of here. Make sure you subscribe to the show, too. I forgot to say that. All right, Grand Alpha. It's good to get back on his jumping castle. All right, mate. See you, Jenny. <laughs>